A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this very, very, very special podcast, episode 500. Four years later to the day, here we are, episode 500, listeners. And I've been reflecting on this monumental journey of conversations with so many people spanning all seven continents, all different people from all backgrounds telling very, uh, in, in the most cases, very vulnerable stories from the heart in one simple hope that the listener will benefit from their journey. And here we are, as I say, on episode 500. And to celebrate, and celebrate is the right word, listeners, this particular landmark episode, I'm very pleased and proud to say I've got a gentleman, a fellow Englishman, if you will, Jason Kehoe based in London, to, um, we're going to have a, a chat around one or two things, Jason and I. Investment is a word that will come into um, into our words. Um, adverti- advertising, even achieving, achieving greater summits. So there's a whole kind of mixed bag. Without further ado, Jason, a very, very warm welcome to you. Good welcome, Paul. Uh, sorry, sorry, a warm welcome to you also. And um, I feel... Uh, for five years in the making, I can't tell you how privileged that I am to to be here, and um, uh, I feel quite honoured actually. So I hope I I hope I live up to uh, what we're hoping to achieve. Well, we'll be in the moment, Jason, and we'll deliver. So you know, if we fluff our words, if we we I was going to say if we fluff our lines, it makes it sound like we we're delivering from a script, and we're not. And listeners, you know. So the 500 episodes in, you know the authentic nature of these podcasts. They're raw, they're littered with mistakes or what the, you know, the news readers, the professional news readers, oh, you're not going to put that out there? Absolutely we are because it's authentic, it's raw, and it's yet again the epitome of the World Game Changers podcast. So, Jason, investing with impact, achieving greater summits, so let's start off with this theme of investment, if we may, um, and talk about. Well, I'm going to I'm going to put this to you. Surely, the greatest investment we can make is in ourselves as an individual. Absolutely, unequivocally. So, is it true to say, Jason, that we know that on a um, what's the word I'm looking for? On a, on, on a superficial level, yeah, we know that. But as human beings, we're not really very good at practicing it, are we? Unfortunately not. Um, to, just to throw a complete curveball, how very, very bizarre this is, Paul. Since we spoke on Sunday, um, I've been in a traffic jam today, as I've just mentioned to you the reason why we're doing this later. And I got uh, a note um, that came through, and it was about Steve Jobs. And he wrote um, he wrote something literally just before he passed away. And it was about time management and time invested. And he said, you can have all of these cars, you can have all of these digits in the bank, but what good is it without your health? And I think that sums it up 
in a in a sentence really and coming mm. from someone like Steve Jobs you know arguably one of the richest men in the world unfortunately his life was cu- uh, was cut short and he had all the riches that he wanted but it all the money that you have in the world cannot buy you your health mm. Brilliant segue there, Jason, on the Steve Jobs um, note, because it was he that coined that phrase at uh, the relaunch of Apple. Those that are crazy enough to think they'll change the world are those that will. Because I've certainly, in my many conversations, heard people say it's very arrogant, it's very egotistical to think that you're going to change the world. But Jobs had a different perspective on that. Any thoughts around that, Jason? Um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I've not really followed Steve Jobs. It purely was a a random article that popped up on my phone this afternoon. And for me, um, there's a saying that you are me and I am you. And Mm. without me, I'm not you. And I don't mean that in a, in a romantic way. We're not family involved or, uh, or anything like that, but without other people we're not all of us to become something i believe Mm. and i challenge that statement that's been made by uh when people sort of label um you know such as myself because from my awareness jason whatever that may be or may not be you know and everybody will have a say or a judgment on that that's a trait of human nature But everything that I've come to understand, and I won't necessarily say make sense of this world or this this life of mine, you know, that spans one or two years, um, certainly more than 21 anyway. Um, You're looking good. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying all the right things, Jason. Can I invite you back on episode 1000? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But this, this, this notion about... This intention setting, this belief, and we'll come to beliefs in a moment, but this, I know from a personal level in a way that can't be rationalized, Jason, it can't be intellectualized, that my raison d'etre for drawing breath is to contribute significantly to world peace. Now, what does that look like? With whom? What? When? How? I haven't got a clue. haven't got a clue. And I suppose that's where faith comes in. Not necessarily in a religious context, but this faith to know that we're here for something deeply, deeply special. And when you put it out there, and certainly I I will put it out there, and I do own the statement, I will contribute. And to quote Stephen Covey... Sorry, Paul, you you just froze then for a second. I just lost you for five seconds. Right, okay. So, um, you know, owning this statement, Jason, about knowing why we're here, knowing at a deep level why we're here to contribute to a better world. It was COVID that, uh, I think, from his ninth habit when he said, leave the world a better place than it was when you got here. And I think when you've got that intention, you take the action, you set those intentions to attract the right people. It's amazing how miracles unfold and things happen. Most definitely. Most definitely. And I think we're all, we're all, responsible in a way to 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 doing that and um uh, a very strange story but i've recently come out of a uh, of a hotel and my my partner literally put the room back to how it was and i'm because we're in a rush i'm don't worry about that you know 
chambermaid will sort that out. It will, it will be fine. But Serena took her time to put, make the bed, tidy everything and, and do everything. And I ended up helping her as well. Um, and I think that's how we are in life as well. You know, don't, you know, don't litter, basically. Clean up after yourself in everything you do and you will leave your, uh, a very good footprint for, for your family and for the future. Mm. Yeah. I want to go back, Jason, and share with you, if I may, the very first podcast we did. Okay. Episode one. Seems a long time ago now. A long time ago. But paradoxically, it seems two seconds ago. And the name of that podcast was Mastering Life is as simple as ABC. Or sorry, should I say, yeah, Mastering Life is as simple as ABC. And the well, simplicity of that, the intended simplicity was A stands for awareness, the starting point for everything we are in our life. If we're not aware of something, how, how can we move? If we go on a journey, we, know, we have to know where we are now to know where we're going. So how can we progress otherwise? B, beliefs. The beliefs that we have from childhood in our formative years, you know, those years up until about six years where we soak, six years of age where we soak things up like a sponge. You know, the lessons we're taught from our peers, our parents, people in authority, adults, our environment, that really kind of sets the, the mold for our future life. And then the C, as we go through life, we have challenges. And the best way that certainly I've found to overcome those challenges is to be creative. So we've got awareness as the starting point. We've got these things that beliefs, which may or may not serve us. And then we've got this creativity that helps us along our journey. Can you relate to any of that, Jason, in any way, shape and form? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, as you said, the, the beliefs are down to each individual. Um, it's it's almost like a nature or nurture. It's what we're we're fed from a from a young age. Um, I've had many debates with people along the way. Uh, how certain individuals turn out? Is it nature or is it nurture? Um, and there's advantages and pluses for both on both sides. With regards to awareness, of course, you have to be aware to to, to pick up things and the creativity. Um, I personally think creativity comes from nature. I think you are born with that. And that's just a belief, it's my opinion. I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's wrong. Uh, you can go to an art school and you can learn to be creative, but that initial spark, I believe, comes from within. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. But going back to a comment that was made, Jason, at the top of this conversation, and I'm generalizing. And apparently as a podcast host, I should never generalize. I should never use cliches. I should be very mindful of keep saying, um, 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 all these things that, you know, <laughs> the outside world says you shouldn't do. Apparently I do in excess, but it's not about me. But as humans, we just, we know what, you know, we're going back to that same comment, but we're kind of aware to a certain degree, Jason, of what we, inverted commas, should be doing, but we're frightened, if that's the right word, to follow our gut, our intuition, to go with that, because the head takes over and starts ruling, doesn't it, by fear. 
oh, you don't want to go out with a blonde girl. Remember the two blonde girls you've had previously, they cause you big problems or brunettes or redheads or whatever, just to use one example. You don't want to buy a Ford car. Can you remember when it let you down on the motorway and you had to scrap it? And all these stories that we keep hold of. And there's something to be said, Jason, isn't there? As, as you know, in terms of the work that we're doing and the aspirations that we have, and I'm going to be bold and say to change the world. Yeah. Um, that how we cling to a story and that influences other people. Yeah, I, I, I believe that word of mouth is as strong as anything. And going back thousands of years, um, there was no internet. There was no form of communication other than mouth. And, you know, people would sit around the fire, the, the, the campfire and they would tell stories of their experiences from the past. And those stories would travel as people traveled. And we have learned to, oh, you mustn't do this. You mustn't do that because of previous experiences. But that has all come from, uh, from people's lives. Mm. I love what you said there. And that's a great, that's a great image, listeners, isn't it? Sitting around a campfire, the simplicity of life. You know, from my own point of view, Jason, I've come to believe that and, and, and know, not just but believe, but know that life is a very, very, very simple game. But boy, as humans, do we complicate it. Yeah. And that notion of sitting around a fire, you know, uh, having a powwow, having a drink, whatever it is, it's phenomenal. And I think, you know, for me, from my experience, we've kind of lost that over the last couple of decades or so. That social fabric that knits us together, you know, stereotypically. Um, guys going down the pub and talking about football over a few pints, that kind of thing. You know, the local pub that used to be en masse in every community is almost becoming a thing of the past. But, you know, that fabric of society, not about the pub necessarily, but this ability for us to to just congregate, powwow and share the simplicity of life. And um, I know yet again, Jason, the work that, uh, you know, you and I are talking about uh, behind the scenes with our, our business partners very much, I feel, is a kind of throwback to basics. Would you agree with that? Yes, completely. And it. It takes me back to a conversation that we had just before we started this podcast. As you know, we tried to do this on Sunday, but because of the signal of where I am and I'm in Romania with my partner, um, there was no signal. It's very difficult. Um, however, one thing I do, I, I've really relished since I've been here is with no Internet connection, we actually communicate more because mm -hmm. You know, I go on the I, go, I travel on the on the train into London most weeks and all I see is there is no interaction. Everybody is like this face down in a small piece of plastic, which is their phone. And that is their life. People don't communicate. If you take those away, then people do communicate. And since I've been here and I've said to you, my 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 in-laws live a very, very simple life. They work the land, they live off the land and they sit down of an evening. They have the dinner, which they've not gone to Marks and Spencer's. They haven't gone to Sainsbury's. It's come from their back garden. And we sit down and we talk and, you know, we talk into the night. And that is what I think is really missing in this world, because there's not 
a lot of communication. Technology has been fantastic in some ways, but it's been really detrimental to humankind in another. Mm. Just listening to you speak there, Jason, what an idyllic situation that is for me. That's where that's where my life's heading, that simplicity, that yep. togetherness, that unity, just over a meal, homegrown, and just watching the world go by. And I've put that scenario to many people, Jason, and almost, not almost to a person, but certainly a lot of people have replied, I haven't got time to sit down and do that. But we can prioritise, we can invest in our time, can't we? Of course you know, you can. On a previous episode, Jason, there was, um, I think I've done a couple under this, this title of time, love or money, which matters most? Well, let's have a look very simple terms and, you know, we can let the cat out the bag because these episodes have already been produced. Forget time. That's, that's an illusion. When you look at um, a, a day, a typical day for every single one of us, there are 86,400 moments known as seconds in every day. And we wake up in a morning, if, if we're lucky enough to, and we have got that currency to invest. 86,400 moments in every day we've got. Now, we can't carry that over to the next day. We've got to spend it. We've got to invest in it in that day. We have a choice, you know, and I'm going to speak about myself, if I may, Jason, in a past life because of my insecurity, my vulnerability. Please do. I had to be busy. I had to be busy. Look at my diary, Jason. Look, there's not any white spaces on. It's full. It's full. It's full. Basically, what I was saying was, I'm a busy fool. I'm telling myself how important I am because I'm taking needless appointments. I'm having needless conversations. I'm wasting a big part of my 86,400. I'm getting stressed. You know, people are letting me down. How, how, you know, it was all ego driven, but that was about my own vulnerability. So in terms of the time, love and money, I personally, Jason, take time off the table and say, you and I have, and everyone in this world have got the same amount of currency to invest every day. It's up to us to choose where we put that investment. So before I move on to love and, and money, any thoughts around that one? Yes, I was just about to, to, to cut in there, Paul. Sorry. And I was going to say at the end, more importantly, those 86,400 seconds, is if you look at that as a currency, it's how we spend it is important. Mm. How we spend it. Because yeah. as I've said to my children many times, I click that click I can never ever get back again even though it was seconds ago and the further forward I go I'll, I will go further and further away from that so it's imperative the time that we have time is precious yeah yeah so let's so let's take if we can which matters most time love or money let's take time off the table because for me it's not at the races let's we've got a two horse race now Love or money? Let's go on to money, Jason. Okay. Let me start by a a well-known adage. Money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think it's true. Um, again, it is, it is a currency. Uh, and unfortunately, with money, um, one of the disadvantages of it is greed. And that's one of the things that I know, not personally, but I've dealt with people in the past dealing with what we deal with 
there is an amount of greed and you see people that change very quickly. Um, uh, yes, it's a, it's a necessity, unfortunately, because uh, also I'm going to fire something back to you. They say that when money's tight, love is out the window. Um, and I have witnessed that myself. So you can't live off of love only. You can do a lot of things with love and we'll come on to that in a second. But with regards to money, yes, it is a necessity. Uh, again, it's a currency and you should spend that wisely uh, as well as you do your seconds. Um, but yes, there's, um, there's, only, there's only one for me, uh, which is love. Yeah. Just going back to what you were saying there about, you know, we can't live off love. Um, I'm just going to be a little bit tongue-in-cheek, Jason, and suggest that the 1960s hippie group had actually say, well, do you know what, Brother Jason, you've got that what wrong because there's free love and we can live off love. But that was a bit flippant, and that's going back to the 60s. Not that I was around. I've been told by my grandmother about those times. <laughs> well, I was uh, I was actually born in the uh, in the summer of love, so unfortunately <laughs> my parents were... were, uh, were... We're well into that, obviously, but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to love then, I mean, how do we define love? Because certainly, Jason, and, and listeners, I'm being kind of deliberately teasing here um, around what Jason and I are talking about, you know, if we can call it a project, this coming together, Jason, of, you know, people to serve humanity, to help humanity to love life more. And we'll come on to that. I'm just going to keep seeding that in, listeners. But this thing called love, because without love, what it, what actually is there? I mean, surely we're just down to an existence then. Yeah, and I will, I will take the, um, the words of Mr. Lennon McCartney, one of the best songs I think ever written, All You Need Is Love. And yeah. that was a time um, of the free love sort of generation and I get all of that but those and um, I've been with my stepson in a car for six hours we've been in a very bad traffic jam and I've been very um dismissive of his uh his choice of music and I'm saying to you, you won't be listening to that in two years let alone 50 years and we discussed also if we could have dinner with anybody um past or present who would it be and one of the choices I had was John Lennon because uh, not only for his music, but I'd like to sit and talk to him about his beliefs anyway, but mm. they wrote some amazing songs, but the simplicity of all you need is love that will stand. And that will still be prominent in 200 years from now, because yeah. the concept of what it is, you know, love was around 5,000 years ago. It's going to be yeah. around God willing in another 5,000 years. If there are people on the planet, um, but love is, I mean, there's so many records that you can, or so much music that's been written about love and, you know, they don't write songs about money. They don't really write songs too much about time, but there's always the connotation to love. Absolutely. And at this point, you know, hopefully humorously again, listeners, as you know, uh, from listening to previous episodes, I'm, I would say to Jason, well, do you know what, Jason? We're talking about music. You've, you've cited Lennon and McCartney there, and let's do a duet on here. Let's do a duet. But I think I'll park <laughs> that for episode 1000. I don't want to kind of uh, put you on the spot too much. Um, I'll just let you know but, I can't sing, by the way. Well, I'm happy to you know, do the clapping or the tambourine or something. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, Jason, when we're in public in London next time, I'll do the singing and you take the hat round. Okay, that sounds good to me. Um, but just on that humorous note, listeners, you've heard me say this so many times before to answer you know, my own question of which matters most. We've took time off the table. Money is an energy, but it's a kind of external energy. Whereas you look at love, that, in my humble opinion, is the highest energy of all. And it's ours. It's free. It's ours. We've got it within us. And it's only our beliefs that kind of take us away. Oh, I've had a bad experience in life. I don't trust people, etc., etc., that take us away from that love that we naturally are. So that's a gift that we have. And, you know, that yet again, Jason, from this initiative that we're putting together, this amazing potential partnership, for me, the conversations, which have been many, as you know, they're steeped in love. For me, that's the foundation. You know, we can talk about investments. We can talk about strategies. We can talk about objectives. Great. Fantastic. But without that foundation of love, really, it's, it's you know, what is it? What's the point? No, it's, um, and again, love is, is um, sorry to keep going back to a currency, but love is a currency. How you spend mm. that love is so vitally important. You know, do we give most of it to our family? Do we give most of it or do we give some of it to strangers? And I think we do in some ways. It's a great point you raise. And I could, you know, if I can share how I approach that, I'm topping up daily around my own self-love. I'm topping up daily. If I have a challenging conversation or somebody really peeves me and takes away some of that real emotional currency, it's like, okay, if I don't stop this slide, I'm going to be emotionally bankrupt. And so I'm very mindful then of topping that emotional currency up. And that could be something as simple as humorously, you know, when I'm in the bathroom having a shave or even looking in the mirror and telling that person, do you know what, Paul? You are one handsome young boy. You Go on and sing me a song, you know, and kind of play play and joke with myself in the mirror to lift that energy because what that does Jason that lifts me back up and then when I go and see somebody it could be a stranger in the street I've got something to give rather than I'm meeting that stranger in the street and I'm angry and I'm frustrated because I've had an argument with I don't know whoever why should that person who I'm talking to that stranger why should they pay the price for that it's nothing to do with them yep I agree on the note of love, I want to sort of take interesting story I want to share with you listeners. I want to take things back to how Jason and I first met. I think it's fascinating, Jason, how things have unfolded uh, between me, you and the guys. And do you want to just share with us how that all came about? Our, I want to say, chance meeting. No such thing as coincidences. Yes, of course. Um Recently, uh, quite a few months ago now, um, I have, uh, not that anyone out there listening would know this, but uh, one of the businesses I have is a concierge business. So we will get tickets for people for concerts, theatre, Wimbledon, whatever they want. Um, and I had a, uh, a situation about 10 years ago with uh, one of my clients um, who was sort of mid-50s at that time. His wife, unfortunately, had... Uh, cancer and um, he said his wife has never been to a cup final and could I get some tickets for her and she had terminal cancer 
unfortunately. And he said, while he's down in London, could he get some, could I get some tickets for him for the theatre? Because his wife's never been to the theatre in London. So I sourced them for him, sent him to him via email. Um, unfortunately, nowadays you don't get anything via old fashioned tickets, uh, not too often anyway. And he called me and said, Jason, um, I've got the email through. Thank you for the tickets. Where do I send the money? And I said, look, I don't want the money. It's, uh, it's an offer. Um, I said, look, I get freebies every so often. Um, and I don't at all. Far from it. Um, I've never been given a freebie. Um, and I just wanted him to have a good time. And also I wanted him to have something good in his life. Um, not hoping that my partner would ever uh, get cancer, but I just hoped that someone would do a good turn for me one day. And it wasn't the sake that I was doing it to receive something. I just wanted him to have a better time. And he went to the cup final. Fortunately, his team won. Um, and about six months later, uh, nine months later, sorry, his wife passed away. And I got a very, very nice letter on my doorstep uh, a few weeks later. Um, and people don't write letters anymore. Um, it's either emails or text messages. And it was the most lovely letter to say, thank you so much for doing what you did. And his trust in me went from here to here. Um, and I thought to myself, and I made a point from that moment on, um, my concierge business was never really profit making. It was successful, but it wasn't profit making in a point that it was a service that I wanted to offer my clients because we do other things. Um, but this was a service that we would help them with their lifestyle. If they wanted to go to that theatre or if they wanted to go to some musical event and they couldn't get tickets, I can get them for them. They're not free, but I decided that I wasn't going to charge them anything. And that guy has been with me as a client for 10 years now. And so that was quite a large part of, of what I do. And I met Andrew, uh, who we both know now, who's a good friend of yours and a friend of mine now, um, and introduced me to you. And you were looking for some tickets for the Nottingham Forest um, playoff final at Wembley. And within the first couple of text messages to you, Paul, I just, I don't know why, I just felt that there was something to grow from that. And even though you managed to get tickets yourself, um, because mine were too expensive, but um, we then carried on that conversation. We had a phone call and to me, it has just, it was a seed then that was, that was planted and it's just grown from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've thought about that. I mean, not just the connection with yourself, um, Jason, but with so many others. Um, and I've thought about this quite a lot. And what is the glue? You know, that energy that that brought us together. For me, and we didn't know this at the time, but the energy that we emitted for me was grounded in our values. And we've we've since spoke, you know, we've had many deep dives around um, life, the philosophy of life and X and Y and Z. But those values, and I think, Jason, you know, we've kind of, there's a lot of things I don't want to kind of sound again like some reborn 60s hippie, the, you know, on about the good old days. That's not what this is about, listeners, but you've heard me speak so many times with so many guests about the importance of values. What values do we have as an individual 
you know, because like attracts like. And, I, you know, for me, Jason, part of that synergy, that attraction, that energetic connection that we are blessed to share is locked in values. Yes, completely. Completely. And it was amazing to me how a, a relationship can grow. And I, I, would, I would say I've been, I've been fortunate enough uh, in the last 10 years of the business that I've done that I've been invited to three um, of my clients' weddings. Now, that may not sound a lot, three weddings in 10 years, but to be invited, and it's only because I've become friends with them. And I actually felt quite humbled to be invited and sitting there at a wedding for someone that I've done investments for was a real, real big thing for me. And, you know, they said, Jason, you know, you're like family now to us. And I, I can't get any better than that. That's better than any amount of money that I'll ever make because yeah. friendship. Uh, and again, and it goes back, it stems back to love in a, in a way. That's just you building your foundation of you, that, that you've got. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's it's, you know, relationships, surprising how they come from. And we never know where they where they spawn from. Mm. And, you know, kind of moving, well, just before on to a sort of more business focus around those relationships, uh, Jason, I just, listeners, I want to share with you, um, I'll, well, repeat around the five values of World Game Changers, because they're key. And they're the five L's. The first one is life. Without life, what is there? The most sacred gift of all, life, in all its weird and wonderful forms. So, okay, we've got this gift of life. Then what? We then go on a voyage of discovery, a voyage of learning, self-inquiry. Who am I really? Why am I here? What am I doing? Who am I involved with? Why am I involved? That look at ourselves, you know, and actually, as the years go by, peeling back those onion layers as we get a bit older to understand we're not actually who we thought we were. All the childhood lessons we've been taught that have kept us safe and in the vast majority of cases from our parents with very, very good loving intention, not always, but mostly, we find out, well, I certainly found out that not only with my own personal experience, Jason, but through others, talking to countless people, that parents do the best that they can from their level of understanding of where they're at and their life at that moment in time. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. It makes it their level of understanding. And they pass that on to us as children with good intention or, or teachers in schools, you know, adults, people in authority. So we've got life. We've got learning. Learning about what? What is it we're really learning about? For me, it's learning about love. You know, we've, we've, no coincidence that we've landed back there again. It's learning about love, that self-love, that self-forgiveness, that self-acceptance. Because without me or you being the best we can be as an individual, what have we got? What have we got to give? We've got nothing. So that's why I alluded to, Jason, about topping up. You know, if I'm in a bad mood or I've had a bad experience, I quickly catch that and top that reservoir of love back up. So we've got life, we've got learning, we've got loving, okay? Well, what are you going to do with all that then? You're going to pass those lessons on. And that's called a legacy. So to quote Stephen Covey's Ninth Habit, we are leaving the world a better place than it was when we got here. 
and we've had a bit of fun along this, you know, this journey of life along the way. We've had a bit of fun, but we've served a really, really good purpose to ourselves, to our loved ones and to our communities and arguably to the outer world. So what's the final one then? The final one is loyalty. Okay, loyalty to whom? To yourself, to thine own self, be true in the process. How many times, Jason, have we come across situations in life, in business, where people take shortcuts for the wrong reasons and it ends in tears? And when, you know, when you quite, oh, if I could only turn the clock back, if only. Yeah, absolutely. Any thoughts? Any thoughts around the five L's, Jason? Uh, lots, Steve. <laughs> um, I would say one of the most... Um, one of the most memorable things that sticks in my mind and coming from a, a family, my parents separated when I was seven years old and my father left and I was always trying to people please, always trying to please people, trying to be the funny one, uh, trying to be, you know, the class joker, getting people to like me, thinking that was the, the, the best way forward. Um, and somebody said something to me, only a couple of years ago and they said Jason be true to yourself and I think that is the biggest lesson that I've ever learned myself because these everybody else when me ends up not being pleased because my tank my battery my I'm using them on other people that that that, uh, that don't really care for me so I've I've learned now to be true to myself and if I don't agree with something it, Jason in the past would I would nod my head with what someone said if I didn't agree if I didn't agree with it I would say nothing now I won't be confrontational but I will be true to myself and I have a choice mm. I can if I don't agree with what someone is saying I have a, cho a choice to use my feet to get up and you vote with your feet and I walk away whereas in the past I would never do that and I've I've installed that into my children from a, from an early age even though I was still being the people pleaser I was I knew in my mind that that wasn't right. And I was teaching my children from day one. Everyone has choices. And I've said this to them without getting into business at all. But if you have money, you have choices. If you don't have money, you still have choices, but your choices are less. Mm. So build your choices and your choices are your credits, as are your seconds in life. Absolutely. And just going back Jason, to that mastering life is as simple as ABC, awareness, beliefs, and maybe there's a call for changing the C from creativity to choice. Yeah. Maybe that's even more powerful because we are absolutely right. You know, where am I going to invest my 86,400 today? Who do I choose to be with today? Who do I choose to give my love, my tokens of love, my yeah. 86,000 tokens, 400 tokens of love? How am I going to invest that? Is there a return on investment? Am I looking for a return on investment? You know, this whole kind of simplicity comes into play, doesn't it, around choice? Yeah, I, I, I think you're exactly right, Paul. Choice is a key word and it's key in our life. You know, we all come to a fork in the road and mm. we, make, we have to make our choices, good or bad, but we make that choice and we have to stand by it. And if we go back and make that same mistake again, then we've not learned the lesson. 
for every one of us, good, bad, indifferent, rich, poor, we all have choices. And it's how we, how we move forward with those choices. Definitely, definitely. So from a business point of view, so listeners, what's, hap- what's happened here is hopefully you can understand there's a real synergy between Jason and I, you know, and we are, we are two representatives of a wider group, people that are getting together to quote Covey, to leave the world a better place. And yes, that will involve money, but it's grounded in love. And that's the key thing. Jason, how do we open up this conversation around this business investment? You know, where do we take this? Where, where are, you know, we've spoke about the legacy, the intention, well, in general terms, maybe it's appropriate just to kind of flirt with this initiative, which is our intention as a group, to leave the world a better place. Yeah, I mean, without um, giving too many secrets away, obviously we've got quite a large event coming up in October, as you yeah. know, as you know about. Yeah. And I don't want to steal anybody's thunder by saying what that is, but um, I will let lead, you lead on that, Paul, if that's okay, because I don't want to say um, too much. Yeah. So going right back to the uh, the beginning of this conversation, listeners. Investing with impact, achieving greater summits. So what does that word summit mean? What Jason's just alluded to there. And apparently this is another thing that podcast uh, hosts shouldn't do, but they shouldn't attach a date to things. Well, I'm going to break the rule and I'm going to attach a date that on the 22nd of October, 2022. So when you're listening to this podcast episode in two years, five years, 10 years time, that date will have passed. But at the moment on the 1st of September, when this episode is live, then, you know, you'll know about the 22nd of October. And there's a small matter, it's tongue-in-cheek, of a summit in London. Very prestigious location, HQS Wellington, moored on the River Thames there. Some amazing people from all all aspects of life uh, are getting together. And really, I think it's fair to say, Jason, we've got one vision. And that, you know, no apologies for repeating over and over and over again. And that is to to co-create, to have choices and ultimately contribute to leaving the world a better place. Yes, there's business involved that. But first and foremost, it's about the love of people and the love of humanity, is it not? Yes, exactly. I mean, um, if I can say anything, um, Paul, uh, just to give... Uh, your listeners a, a, an idea of what we're looking to achieve. We know what our final goal is. We know that, again, to repeat, we're looking to leave the world a better place. Um, but we've got to make that happen. And that doesn't happen overnight. And um, unfortunately in life, as they say, another adage, money makes money, and it does. Um, and we've been very fortunate to to be blessed, I would say, with meeting some very influential people uh, that we both have met um, that will be instrumental um, in this. And basically in a, in a, in a nutshell, we we're consultants for lots of different things in life, but this one in particular, um, uh, we're consultants with a trade finance option for our clients. But the bulk of what we create is for making the world a better place. There are lots of projects out there that you've got ideas on that we have ideas on, um which costs money 
and we need to create that money and this is what we're doing we're in that that fixed zone with those key key people um and that's what we're planning to do it will be anonymously so you know we're not out here trying to say what a fantastic company we are what a fantastic person um i am or steve is or whoever it may be yourself uh it's it's a joint team effort and it's a global effort in all honesty yeah and it is and you know going back jason to the simplicity of our and i'm going to say this tongue-in-cheek listeners because you know my own views on this no such thing in life as a coincidence but i'm going to say chance meeting between us jason because it wasn't a chance i firmly believe that people are called together to serve i really do and that you know that the, you've mentioned yourself you've mentioned steve we've mentioned andrew as as for just four of the team that we've been called together for a reason and a very profound reason now listeners you might think that's a bit woo woo it's a bit off the wall well the power of source and that's not for me to define what any individual's interpretation of source may be you know we all have that that power that greater power or that awareness if we choose to buy into it and i kind of just use a very simple example on that jason that i believe that humans are like mobile phones amazing amazing instruments with infinite potential but if we run on our own battery brackets ego we're limited and sooner or later that battery is going to it's going to run flat we need to plug into an external source to be re-energized to go again. Absolutely. Any concluding thought? Well, there's a question I want to ask you before I invite you in to share your contact details, Jason. I'm uh, sorry, boy, you, you, you just froze there for the last five seconds. I missed right, your question. Okay. Yeah. So there's a question I want to ask you um, before I invite you in to share your contact details. And, and that question is, so this is episode 500, which has took four years. Let's wind the clock forward four years, Jason. I don't know how many 86,400s are in, in, in four years. Quite a um, lot. <laughs> quite a lot. Um, but what do you think? So you and I, here we are in four years' time. We've built this immensely... Um, successful initiative to contribute to the greater good, the world. What's episode 1000 on this podcast going to be like, Jason? I've already booked you in for it, by the way, at the top of the show. <laughs> no pressure. Um, first word comes to mind is reflection. Yeah. Um, what have we done? What lives have we impacted? Is the world a better place for what we've done? And I hope, I hope tomorrow it is for what I very much doubt my contribution to this podcast will make any difference. But um, this is all the foundation in my mind. These are the seeds that we're planting now. And we've got the water coming in, which is going to grow those trees. And I would like to look back in 500 episodes time from now and say, right, how big are our trees? What have we done? Let's reflect on what a difference we've made and give those relevant people a pat on the back to say, well done. And you've made a difference in, in this world. And that's, I've got my children, I have my grandson and I would love 
when I pass on that my children and my grandchildren know that, wow, my father, my grandfather really made a difference. He, yeah. he built this school or he built that hospital or he created this foundation or whatever it may be. And I'm not looking to, to rule the planet far from it, but I'm looking to help and assist where I can. And I think reflection would be a great source. Uh, sorry, a great topic to discuss that. Mm, definitely. Absolutely. How can people reach out to you, Jason, find out more about you, you know, share your contact details? What's the best way to do that? Um, I would say uh, email. Email, you know, the normal email, mobile phone. Uh, am I okay to give out my details? Absolutely. Please do. Okay. My mobile number is a, a, a UK number. So it's plus four four seven 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 two one two four nine five six. I'll repeat that. That's plus four four seven 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 two one two four nine five six. And my email address is jk at eterna e t e r n a consultancy dot co dot uk. And just for the record, and there is, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this. There is a story behind the name of my company. It's Eterna, not Eternal with an L. So it's Eternal minus the L. And the reason that came about is I had a, a, a company. Um, and unfortunately, um, my father passed away. I went away with my son to Sicily on a holiday and I just needed a break. And I had to set up a new uh, company uh, because we, uh, my partner and I had separated um, and I didn't want my company before was Evergreen, Evergreen Wealth. And I said, I didn't want to give up on that name because Evergreen Wealth was, well, it did what it said on the tin. You know, you had that eternal growth of wealth, which mm. is what, you know, everybody's looking for, certainly in the, in the uh, investment field anyway. And my son said to me, dad, what's Italian for Evergreen? And he Googled it and it was Eterna. And so I called myself Eterna Consultancy and that was it. Um, a lot of people ask where I got the name from. It sounds very different. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that's where it came from. It was quite inspiring mm. as well. Yeah, very much so. i tell you what's kind of prodded me a little bit there, Jason, on the back of that uh, Latin sound and Italian uh, words. I'm just going to not elaborate on it, but just going to throw something out there infinitus just remember that listeners infinitus don't know what that means yet watch this space so what normally happens jason and why does it have to happen just because it normally happens it doesn't but i think it's a good way to close out an episode and i think this has been a great one so thank you so much and i just want to kind of challenge you respectfully if i may about you know and i'm paraphrasing now this you know where your words around this podcast not making um, any sort of difference or anything like that, I can guarantee it will. And there's a number of reasons for that. And one of them, and I always joke about this, listeners, because it's key. People, dare I say, like Jason and I, there is this perception that we're polished professional people, which, you know, our integrity is unquestionable, and I speak for both of us in that respect, and our business associates. But we're human beings. 
and so we might get a name wrong or we might fluff a word or we might erm too much or we might do this or, or whatever it doesn't matter doesn't that reflect the vulnerability of of who we are as humans and that's okay and I think Jason sometimes we get that so people relate to people and people will relate to you in a very deep way the fact that you know we're kind of we're gonna these are my words not yours but make an impact in the world invest with impact to to save the world and back to you know Steve Jobs those that are crazy enough to think they'll change the world are those that will I've certainly got that as a belief within my own world not from an ego point of view but it's kind of where my paths led me so I just want to respectfully challenge you on that Jason to say your input your energy your rawness your vulnerability I can guarantee unequivocally has contributed to massively and I will say massively so thank you you are very very welcome and um, there's one thing I'm really sorry Paul that has just sprung to mind and it's relative to what we've been talking about one person said to me one day not one person can make a difference and I said you're wrong they can and I want you to watch this video and I showed this person this video and he was just he said Jason you've got me I can't say anything to that and it sort of links us quite nicely into the summer of love music festivals all of those things and this video is called The Dancing Man. And there's a man sitting on a hill at a festival and all of these other people are doing their own thing, this one dance. And this man stands up on his own and starts dancing. And he stays with it and he stays with it. And then you see all these people sitting in this festival looking at him and then they get up and they join him. And then one, then two, then three, then four, then 20, then 40, then 100. And all of a sudden, he's got the whole hill dancing with him. And I just find that that when someone says to me, one person can't make a difference. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. If they've got the drive, the determination, and dare I say it, the choice, they can make that difference. And if, you, if you, your listeners are out there, take 30 seconds to watch this on YouTube. It's called Dancing Man. And you see what I'm, I'm talking about. Superb. So the grand finale then, Jason, what normally happens here, as I say to guests, right. You're not going to ask me to sing, are you? <laughs> well, I'd actually written on my post-it one of my favourite songs, Foreigner. I want to know what love is because it seemed very topical, but we'll park that, Jason, for episode 1000. So we'll, I'm giving we'll you save... four, years, four years warning. We'll save that for the karaoke next time, maybe. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so the big question then, Jason, I want you to imagine we've met in a hotel reception, uh, you know, we've had a chat, you know, for uh, 40 minutes or whatever, like we have here and it's been fantastic. It's like, Jason, this has been brilliant, blah, 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 blah. Now we're going to go up into the elevator and as we get to the next level, you know, I'll go left, you go right, whatever. And we may never see each other again. And I say to you, Jason. Your content, your speech, your, your insights, your energy. It's been fascinating, but I'll probably never, ever see you again. So I want you in the time that it takes this elevator to get to the next level, which is normally 30 seconds. But because this is a special episode, it's going to be a one minute elevator. Wow. So in one minute, Jason, in one minute, 
time in if, and, and, and answer my question if you can. How can we invest with impact? I'm, are you talking financially or you're talking about us as human beings? However, that question lands with you as a person. There is no, there's no judgment or however you see it, see it. Well, firstly, I'm going to say as a human being, because that's my, my gut reaction. Um, and how do we invest with impact? <laughs> it brings us right back to the beginning again. It brings us back down to choice. It brings us that back to time and it brings us again to money um, and invest wisely. You know, you come to a cross in the road. Should I invest there or should I invest there? And I'm not talking about assets. I'm talking about, again, choices. Our road, our, our journey in life is, is a road that has constant crossroads or constant forks. And hopefully by the time we've got to the end of that road, we've made a few wrong turns along the way. But with that, each time that we make that wrong turn and say, oh, I've gone down that road, shouldn't have done that. That is, that is now related to situation ABC, which has cost me time, which has cost me love, which has cost me money, et cetera, et cetera. Reverse, go back on the main road again. And when you come to that fork and you see the two choices you have again, and here we go back to choice. Right, I'm not going to go for road A. I'm going to go for B because A, I experienced A, B and C. And hopefully by the time that we're at the end of that road, we've had that journey of life and we've had that experience and you cannot buy that. Hence the saying is a wise old man or a wise old woman because they have walked that road in their own shoes and they have learnt the good and the bad and the highs and the lows. But it brings me back again to choices. Mm. I, I feel, listeners, just to sign off, um, that in episode 1000, in four years' time with Jason and I, because he, has been, he hasn't signed the contract yet, but he has been bought, he's been pre-booked for four years. <laughs> that somewhere in the title, Jason, will be the word choice. Okay, that's, um, that's fine by me. So there we have it, listeners, 500 episodes. There we have it. A myriad of conversations, of emotions, of joy. Everything's been in this, this journey, everything. You know, I've had countless memories and conversations and, and, as I say, emotions, and we bring it all to a head. And I sign off at this point the way I always do with, with a question, really, to leave you to ponder over. And the, the question, listeners, is this, as you know. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?